You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? And we're live. Welcome, everybody, here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin. Normally, this is a Friday happy hour show where I bring YouTube subscribers on, uh, literally on this feed, to talk this out with me. Um, That's not what we're doing today? Not, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Uh, you are not. I would say you're a little more than a, a VIP. Um, wow, well, I appreciate how, that. Uh, but... As you can tell, those of you watching, that is Aaron Larsoul. He is uh, walking the streets of Phoenix right now. This is true. Which um, I may or may not have told him to just kind of walk into a slowly moving, backing out car for the views. Yep. Um, yep. He was he was not particularly interested in that idea. Well, so here's here's the problem. Last time I was walking and was on my phone like this at the same time, it was texting and it was January and I fell down the stairs at my place and ruptured my patella tendon. So I'm, uh, if you see me looking around, it's actually me looking at the ground to make sure I don't injure myself. But uh, yeah. yes, I am in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm going to... Looks nice. The weather's nice. Weather's, the, weather, the weather's lovely. Um... The problem, though, is... Uh, so, have you ever seen that movie? I have not seen it, but I've heard of it. Uh, Sleeping with the Enemy? No. A movie called Sleeping with the Enemy. Um, I don't know. Some white person in it. And I am staying at uh, one of my good friends, former Lakers assistant, current Phoenix assistant, John Pastor and JP. I'm staying at his place um, because I did not want to make the entire trip with with the Lakers, and I wanted to be on my own schedule. So I'm staying at his place, and he forgot when he left this morning the uh, the clicker to the to the uh, the, the gate into the, the complex. Mm. And so for the first, like, I don't know, five hours of my day, I was trapped in his place without – I just – I did not want to hop the fence uh, with, with my aforementioned knee, so – I was trapped. Now I'm finally free, and uh, we did a little happy hour. We went and got some to eat. Did a little happy hour, but uh, I'm I'm excited to uh to hang out here as I wander around and make sure that I don't injure myself on the streets of uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, we'll, we'll, I've been we'll a prisoner. To... In, I've been a prisoner in JP's home. 
I, we should, we should, um, we should get someone to write the headline. Son's assistant coach kidnaps <laughs> critical Lakers employee <laughs> for hours. Yeah. <laughs> ahead of matchup. Yeah. yeah. Where's Jacob? It's been, uh, Jacob it's been, if it's you're been, watching, get that get yeah, that headline yeah, going. Right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's been, it's, it has been, it's been a good trip so far. Anthony Davis looks like he's going to play tonight. Um, I did not, I will admit, I did not go to shoot around this morning. Um, it was a late night. <laughs> I will not tell you who was with me because I don't know that we need their business here on the lounge, but uh, I it was a, It's been a good trip so far. It's been good to see to see the guys and Drew Anthorpe and, you know, a bunch of the guys and Frank and all the guys of, uh, you know, our, our former friends, now enemies. I have, I have, here's breaking news. I've heard the Felix Suns will be wearing purple jerseys this evening to go along with their terrible purple shirt. So maybe it'll be like kind of a... Is that like a camouflage thing? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> or I think they're at least wearing purple shoes. They said they were going to wear purple shoes. Maybe I don't know. They're wearing the L Valley jerseys tonight, so maybe they're black. But I thought they were purple. I don't know. They're, they're going to be wearing some purple to try to camouflage themselves on that terrible court. I think it's El, El Valle, but um, regardless. Yeah, so Valley, El Valley, yeah, sure, El Valle, yeah. Uh, so, all right, the way today's show is going to work, you and I are going to, at least for a little while, at least for as long as I have you, um, the Lakers Lounge and All Access Lakers are entering into some critical negotiations Yes. over an official relationship between the two entities. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a, a kind of unofficial relationship, right? You come on my show, I come on, I, I go on your show, all of that Correct. stuff. But we're thinking about expanding that relationship into a more regular thing um, during games, after games, all of that. And I had a commenter the other day here on YouTube mention how um, one of their favorite things about my about the, the lounge and about the way that I've built things around here and the way I've basically always operated is, is the relationship that I have with other co-hosts when, when they, uh, when they come on. So right. one of whom on. Um, I particularly enjoy talking to after games is Raj, who is also with the all access Lakers crew. Yes. Um, somebody who, who, yeah, I would say I go way back, but I don't think he is capable of going way back. Like I, I think, he only goes back. Like uh, he's so young that he just he, you know, there is no going way back with Raj. Well, here's the but, other part of it is that if you were going to make some sort of reference for how long you guys have known each other, been friends, have worked together, done shows together, he would not understand the reference anyway. So yeah, I think you can basically mm-hmm. say whatever you want. Um. So essentially, we got it. We got it. All right. We we don't have our agents present. We don't have lawyers present. So. No. No, that complicates things a little bit. Um, I'm walking through a goddamn strip mall in Phoenix, Arizona, as we have this conversation. So I, I'm I'm glad that you said you finished that with with strip mall, and and you know this oh, wasn't wow. a James Harden thing. Wow. Um, I told you I wasn't so, going to tell you who was out last night. <laughs> was it James Harden? <laughs> I I have not. No, I have not. They seen didn't it. have a game, so he, you know he might have just you know booked it. Oh no, no, they didn't have a game. Um, uh, they did not, so, although they've looked horrible in his two games, but continue. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. But um, all right, so let's let's start these negotiations. I okay. would say 
that and this, this by the way this started this idea started yesterday when you texted me so mm-hmm, yes mm-hmm, uh-huh. yeah again you know i run a very tight ship and ideas that come to my mind run Clearly. run right into the show so Clearly. i would say uh for me coming on the show a few more times uh, a week for these games and actually those of you who are lakers fans and care about this kind of a thing um you guys are, are should be rooting for me to expand my role on all access Lakers because the Lakers can apparently only win when I do that show. Yeah, so here's why. Because because I am unavailable for uh, for home games as I am at every home game. And apparently some road games you just tend to show up for home games where the Lakers are three oh and not for the road games where the Lakers are open five. <laughs> uh yeah. Fair. I mean, I think I think we can. I mean, if you want to, if you want to say there's some sort of, you know, whatever voodoo that you do, that you have some role in this, then I, I, I'm 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 willing to listen. I, I think it's I think it's undeniable at this point. Okay. Um, right. That I have. That's good. That, that, I, that is a good. That is a good negotiating point. I make you know. So we're we're like, we're like three games away. I think from Stu Lance putting this in his official like keys to the game. And the three yeah. keys to the game. Yeah. Yeah, is Anthony on All Access Lakers? So, hey. a that's my first negotiating tactic is uh, for all fans of the Lakers and All Access Lakers. I have the leverage here as it as it legitimately impacts Lakers games. So Fair. I think I get to dictate the terms. Um, okay, well then I guess I should just shut up and listen. <laughs> so, and by the way, the Camelback Mountains up ahead. There you go. My uh, my first my first request of all mm-hmm. access all access Lakers is to mm-hmm. consider the lounge the official post game show of all access all access Lakers. Are you cool with okay. that? I yes, sure. I'm with it. Okay. 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 Now okay, my that... only thing you know, so Shub Shub one of our one of our hosts mm-hmm. uh, does does his spaces thing after games post game show, but that is not on that's not on playback. So I'm okay with that. Yes. Uh, that is fine, and I guess I can work that out with Shub at a later date yes. to, to yeah, figure yeah, out yeah. if he wants to be if he wants to do this thing here too. Um, Shub does great stuff though. The, the coaches den and all that stuff is yeah. is, is their their fun listens as well. Yeah. Um, what are you expecting of me? How often do you do I need to be on the show per week to make this official? Uh, let's. I mean. Let's talk two or three, you know, whenever you can. I think, I think you do. You, you come on, uh, you know, maybe one game a week, one or two games a week, for as long as you can, and then maybe we do one, uh, one non-game day show also. I think that works. Man, that is that is asking a lot. That is that is demanding a lot of your audience to deal with me for two days. <laughs> you know what's funny is four uh, days a week. Shub and Roz actually hit me because they tend to do. I'm, I'm on the games a fair amount, uh, and then True and I do a lot of the non-game days. Um, but Shub actually hit me after one of the last times you were on and said how much he enjoyed having you on. So that's why I've been on your head more about coming on because you're you're whatever that voodoo that you do. I should use that phrase again. Um, it, it, it was popular with our audience. So. Well, I did the show topless. I, I it was a chance that I took, but I told uh, you. I said I'm not gonna say who was out last. Oh wait, never mind. 
<laughs> All right. The next the next tidbit here uh-huh. is that uh, on on playback, yes, uh, I get to plug the Lakers Lounge with every other sentence I utter. Uh, if we can make it every third sentence, you got to do. So every third observation that I have, I'm going yeah. to say this is this that observation is brought to you brought by the to you, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And subscribe mm-hmm. and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yeah, um, like Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm with that. All right. I'm good with that. Uh, beyond that, I, I think that's basically it. Is basically I mean, all I was really hoping for is to basically go from my appearances on all access Lakers and basically be able to tell people that if you enjoyed this conversation, hop on over to Lakers lounge on YouTube for the post game show and, or subscribe to the Lakers lounge in your RSA or on, on your preferred podcast platform to hear us talk about the game that we all watch together. That was basically it. Uh, yeah. So, and then I will say all we, we need all of the new, all the, the fantastic listeners that we have mm-hmm. and YouTube watchers that we have here in the Lakers Lounge. We want you to become uh, to create an account and become members on All Access Lakers on Playback. I think we're I good. Think, so I think all of this is 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 dictated on and predicated on uh, our listeners, our 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 either shared or non-shared listeners uh, opting into all of our non usual content right so you have your all access lakers subscribers who aren't lounge subscribers you guys should come on over here and all my lounge subscribers who uh aren't subscribed or don't have an account on playback do make that account and then make sure you subscribe to all of us now that i I, now i'm calling us oh that's my last demand oh yeah i am i I had i had like half of a demand and now you're into like four or five but continue Yeah, yeah, yeah Uh, I, w- I would also like to be on the on the you know the official like playback Twitter account. I my oh yeah 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 okay yeah on. yeah yeah okay yeah yeah that's fine. All right. Yeah, I got you. And I need to be ahead of Raj. Hmm. Huh. All right. Um, or huh. or this can be like those. Like movie credits, right? Where like the, your, the your like, name is your name is second but bigger. No, no, like also I'm starring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I think that'll do it. I think for for at least the the surface level negotiations here. I think yeah. we have uh, I, I think we have the beginnings of a deal. Yeah. So so for everybody, I mean, if you do not know how to get uh, to All Access Lakers, there is an All Access Lakers uh, Twitter page that I don't do a great job of taking care of, but I'll do better. But all the stuff about how to join the show and watch our streams, whether it's game streams and come in and be part of the community and hang out and talk with other Laker fans. Uh, sure, and I also watch other games around the League of League Pass. And uh, actually, we just uh, on Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday, Sue and I decided we were going to do a show and then um, a little Rockets preview show in Rouge, who um, is a big Rockets fan and does a really good room on playback for, for the Rockets, came on and we did like a game preview with some of the opposition opinion. He will not be invited back because that game did not go well, so he won't be invited back. But yeah, we do uh, we do game broadcasts, we do recaps, we do 
breaking news. We just come in, hang out, and talk Lakers. So we have guest uh, Junie's going to come on pretty soon. So it's fun. But if you go to All Access Lakers, if you follow All Access Lakers on Twitter, you can see all the information about how to uh, how to get there, and then you can watch in real time where uh, Anthony's placement is on the marquee. This <laughs> would be kind of a uh, real time no, thing. We've, we've made this. This was part of the negotiations. I am I am last, and I have an and before my name. Okay, that's fine. Also starring. Yeah. Okay. I think I can do that. Uh, an important. I, I mean, at this point, from... at this point, I might just give you the login. <laughs> I might just let you take it over. Um, uh, we have an important <laughs> question here from D Stevens. Is Aaron at Vons? Are you? At, were you ever near a Vons? Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I don't know. I did. I did traverse through several strip malls, so it's possible there was a Vons in one of them. I went to uh, a place called, shockingly enough, if any of you actually know me, I went to a place called The Bar mm. uh, for lunch, and uh, we're walking back to JP's place, um, where once I go inside, once I go into the grounds, which you will watch me do here momentarily. I become a prisoner. All right. Before before we before you become a prisoner, we do have yes. to answer a question here and talk about the Lakers a little bit. Okay. Landon Landon Archuleta writes, Anthony, when would you make a change to the starting lineup to get the bad starts under control? Aaron, how close are we to a starting lineup change? I also am asking this um, selfishly because your yep. response will go a little ways in dictating how I how I bet tonight's game. Well, uh, so for that, I will say Hennessy is delicious. Because <laughs> um, that, that I have to stay away from, even though there are, uh, there are many fine gambling partners of the NBA. That is not something that I will, can participate in. <clears throat> However, uh, hold on, let me see. Can I, I don't even know if I can turn the camera on. There is a The Valley flag across the street. I don't know if you can see that. but um, mm-hmm. I think it's, El, it's still, it's, I think it's still El Valle. No, that one definitely says the valley. I think that's a, um, that's a show. That's an MTV show. Is it? Oh, mm-hmm. 
Okay. You know, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm better than Raj, but I'm not great with pop culture. As it relates to the Lakers starting lineup, um, the Lakers have trailed in by double digits, I believe in six of the eight first quarters this year. Um, and a lot of that, has, I mean, people recognize it. What are the reasons why those can be, you know, there's a few discussions to be had there, but Part of it is, and I do think at this point, I do think that when Vando is available, when he's ready, I do think Vando will come back to the starting lineup. But a lot of I, a lot of it, I guess I would say, is especially with all the guys that have been out, some guys are coming back where we played well the other night and is back. It looks like Jackson is going to be back uh, tonight. It looks like AD is going to be back tonight. But some of the question, it's kind of like the question at the end of uh, – uh, two games ago when, when Cam missed that three, you know, you don't want Cam in. Okay. But like for whom is also something that has to be figured out. So I do understand the questions about the starting lineup. Cause frankly, the starting lineup hasn't been good enough. Um, but I don't know the obvious move, I guess, you know, you could say if assuming AD is, is good to go tonight and he's, he's probable. Um, what's the change? Um, Rui, I guess maybe, um, that would be my preference, Rui for Prince. But so I don't think. But to me, the real problem with the starting group has been Austin and D'Lo haven't been good enough offensively to offset the problems that they can present uh, defensively. Right, the point of attack defense has not has been kind of the the big problem. We saw it, uh, in Houston that how much AD has, you know, made up for a multitude of sins um, and to be able to cover for that. But like the problem has been nobody's guarding at the point of attack. And that's kind of was not expected, but, you know, Austin and D'Lo are not known as, as defensive stalwarts. I think the problem has been they have not provided enough offensively to make up for the problems defensively. So I don't know that Rui is really the answer to that. At some point, it probably is worth trying something just to try something different because that that group of five just has not played well. So, uh, you know, there could be a Christian Wood conversation because um, Wood, LeBron, and AD have played really well together so far. Mm-hmm. But then you get into the problems, and, and this these were discussions that were that you know I was having last night. Again, I'm not telling you who I was out with, but these are discussions that that we were having. Um, you know, at dinner and then and then after dinner last night. But Christian Wood was was kind of awful the, the other night, and that also to me the big problem there. And I've said on your show here, or I guess shit at this point it's our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I've said this for you know since the off season. The problem with that for me is that turns LeBron defensively into a full time. Uh, a, full, a full-time three, and I just don't think that that's tenable in most matchups. Um, I think that's just too much to ask of of LeBron. I do I do understand the the increase in size and, and, and playing bigger, and I know Lakers fans are really into that because that was part of the championship formula a couple of years ago, and the Lakers have had some problems on the glass, you know, giving up second chance points this year. Um, so I get that as a formula or like conceptually, I understand that, but LeBron at the three, just full time, that just, that should scare all of us. It's not that it should scare all of us. It's just his, 
his effort level and his ability to give everything he has um, defensively in those matchups when it's necessary, you know, for the, for Jason Tatum, for Kawhi Leonard, for these, you know, the apex predator wings that he would be forced to guard. That just feels kind of like a non-starter to me. So I don't know. I, it, it's interesting. I, it is being talked about, though. Let's let's say that it is being considered. It's being talked about. I I the reason I I like Rui and that for... dog hates the idea apparently. Well, the the wood apparent the the wood idea. The, we didn't hear him when I mentioned Rui. Um, Fair. I I think I think swapping Prince out for Rui allows that group to play with a little bit more force and makes them more physical on the boards. The Lakers, uh, I think their success and failure is really kind of tied to their ability to rebound the ball. And I I like the idea of making a move that makes them a better rebounding team than they have been. So far this year, that's that would that's so why that, I would that, go that, with. That's your Rui. That's your Rui for uh, for Prince idea. Yeah. yeah or that's would, your would, yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Welcome home. Um, is is JP there? Can we ask him what he thinks? Uh, no, he is not. And if he was, then it would be the same answer. <laughs> JP, I know you no longer work for the Lakers, but how do you think we can help the Lakers? Yeah, especially tonight, right? Yeah. Uh, JP might have more shoes than I do. That'd be so great. That'd be so great if he like if he was like you know what shoes and shoes and yeah, it'd be great if JP was like you know what I think I think the Lakers would really benefit of of swapping Prince and Rui, and then they did it, and then immediately took off. Like just tonight, yeah. Yeah, Especially immediately, tonight, just good. like that. That first, like that, that five man group just becomes a destroyer of worlds. And, <laughs> but no, I, I do think though that like getting some more physicality, some more umph with that first group. Um, speaking of umph, um, mm-hmm. I, I like, I like what Prince would bring there, or what, what uh, Rui would bring in, instead of Prince there. That, that yeah. is. You know, if I'm if I'm looking for a change in the lineup tonight, it would start there. I I don't think moving Wood there, um, full you know, and, and having him start quite yet. I want to see him hold better habits for longer before I reward him with a starting gig. And the one time that he got a starting gig, like we just talked about, the it yesterday. was yeah, it was not it was not it was imperfect. Um, he turned into a pumpkin. He turned back into yeah, was, you know it you was know, imperfect. I like, let's call it imperfect. Pumpkin, yeah, important. Not ideal. The clock struck midnight. Not and ideal. The the glass slipper vanished. It was gone. But um, yeah, I mean, right. look, here's here's kind of the thing is that, and I tonight should be instructive, right? Because um, I don't know. I don't know if Book is going to play, but it seems like Brad Beal is going to play, and and KD is going to play, and it looks like AD is going to play. But without AD, like none of this matters anyway. So, yeah. so I think I well, think tonight I actually, should be instructive. Technically speaking, I would say it matters more because then you have to get that much better on the margins when you don't have your your best player. And I thought, like when when I saw, I said this yesterday when I saw that starting group, I told the you know my my folks were watching the game with me, Jen was mm-hmm. watching the game with me, and I was like. That lineup is food, and then they, they started down eight zero by the time warmups were over. Um, and and I think that you know, I 
obviously happy that AD is back and, and it seems to be back. He's, probably. He's on yeah, track he's probably. Be back. Yep. He's probably yeah. Um, with him now back, I would prefer to see the Lakers start with a, a more physical group. The, the other thing before, before we, we start to get you out of here and stuff um, is the offense. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't spend a ton of time on it because you were rushing to the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, but now with a little bit more time at our disposal, the offense to me, I've watched and rewatched enough games now, and I've watched enough of these possessions to say that like, it's not just the injuries, right? Like it's easy to, oh, no, I, I, no I, agree, I agree with that. No, I, a, I, I agree with that. Yeah. It's not, there's just. some conceptual and execution issues that the Lakers are, I think dealing with. Let's start with the conceptual. Cause to me on a macro level, I think, the five out offense is almost too egalitarian for a LeBron team. And, and, you know, that clip that went somewhat viral the other day, you know, a couple of weeks back or a week back or so where he tells the coaching staff, I think he was talking to Phil handy. I'm just floating around out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. He was talking about him, his ability to, to play point guard and still be played big, but with him mm-hmm. at point guard. Yeah. Yeah. That, that line obviously got a bunch of attention and I thought, you know, simultaneously got too much and the, you know, the right, the right amount of, of, of attention. It's the thing that is the most notable there, but I thought people ran with it a little too much. And I thought that like, essentially what he was, um, you know, kind of alluding to high, high highlighting or alluding to. Uh Yeah. I was, I was like alleviating. That's not it. Alluding to, thank you. No, you can go with whatever words you want. No, that is not the right word of alleviating. Um, or right way, right way to use it. But like what he was alluding to essentially was like, I don't feel like I'm a big enough part of the offense right now. And, and I don't think Delo thinks he's a big enough part of the offense. I don't think Reeves is a com- is comfortable with this, with, with how much of the offense he's controlling. None of those three guys. I th- I think feel particularly comfortable with that group. And I think five out the, the five out approach in this egalitarian approach is kind of leading lending itself to some of those problems. So I think there's a couple of things at play here. Um, but let's start with Austin and Dilo have been not good enough offensively. Let's start with that. Um, but I do think, and you talked about, you know, concepts and execution. I do think conceptually the five out, I don't think it's fair to call it a mistake, but it is fair to say that it hasn't worked yet for a couple of reasons. Um, five out with a LeBron James team is going to be difficult, right? Because in, in, in the stressful moments, um, I, I talked about this, I think it was back on the hook when we were doing the hook um, with the rust trade. And we were talking about what you can see, um, what you can learn from preseason games with Russ, and I said nothing. I used an analogy which is not great now, but let's say um, I, I, I use like a war analogy, but I don't want to use that now. But let's say you can't find out if people are going to do something different yeah. until they are until they are stressed. Yeah. Um, there's a war analogy that I don't want to use that I used then that I don't want to use now with circumstances, and so. The five out thing with LeBron, like it's like the first fight in a relationship, right? 
everybody is like yeah. the best version of themselves and then they have their first fight and that's when both sides kind of see like oh that's when right, you find out is... what like what you really are right what the relationship yeah. really is what mm -hmm. your partner is really like is in stressful moments the same is true in basketball what i said about russ was that when russ is saying all these great things about how he's going to be a cutter and he's going to set screens and he's going to work off the ball and do all of these other things but until you are put in a stressful environment there you can't figure out if those changes are real because mm -hmm. what we do in stressful situations is we revert back to what's comfortable for us and so with the five out with lebron when it really gets tight you know when it's a two-point game with 30 seconds left um you know at the end of the game lebron's gonna do what lebron does because he has done it very 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 successfully in my opinion more successfully than anybody ever has his way and so to expect something other than that is is strange i think the other issue though is the lakers have gone to this new system two things one austin didn't play in the preseason right like hardly mm -hmm. at all um it was it was i mean a lot of guys uh AD played a fair amount. LeBron didn't play that much in preseason. So to try to implement a different system when there wasn't much time to see if it's going to work in preseason. And then also teams don't practice, right? Teams, NBA teams do not practice. So to try to implement a new system without a lot of time in uh, the preseason is difficult. The other problem is there are different driving lanes when you play five out. And unless you have shooters that people are so terrified of, they will not leave under any circumstance, right? Buddy Heald, uh, Steph, Clay, like that level of shooter that guys are just not going to leave under any circumstances. It is easier to help on a, on a strong side drive. If you don't vacate the corner, it's easier to help on a strong side drive because yeah, the guys don't have very far to go, right? Unless you do an empty side, empty corner, the guy, the, the the helper, is willing to leave the corner a little bit, and it's very close on that. If it's a strong side drive, the helper is. It's very easy to help off of that because they don't have that far to go. Unless they are so tied to the shooter that they will not leave under any circumstances. So I think Austin specifically, but some of the other guys, but I think Austin specifically has found the driving lanes more mm -hmm. clogged up and the help has been it's been easier to help off of whoever to help on austin's drive so i think austin as a result of that has kind of over penetrated and got himself stuck in the paint um and that's a result of of the five out system it doesn't mean the system is inferior it just means that there are different lanes that guys are not used to driving um especially to the strong side so i think that among other reasons, has, has caused the offense to stagnate. And, you know, we were talking about what LeBron's load is going to be. And if he's a three earlier, I haven't, I haven't looked after the, the Houston game, but it probably did not do the numbers any favors. The Lakers, without LeBron on the floor, were, had an 88 offensive rating with, uh, going into the Houston game. So, and were terrible offensively in the Houston game, so it probably didn't get better. So I think all of these combinations have like come to the this team hasn't figured out how to run five out yet and are in positions that they're not entirely comfortable with 
And maybe as a result of that, and maybe just because the guys, some of the guys are struggling, Velo and Austin are struggling. The offense has been pretty not so awesome <laughs> to start yeah. the season. Yeah, I, I just think it's it's a combination in, in Steve Jones of the dunker spot. Was yeah, that's a good it's a good thread. Yeah, it's a good thread. He was, he right was now, tweeting yeah. about it, and one of his like kind of initial points, I think, is a good one. In that, like, I don't like even beyond the concept, right? And I have questions about the concept, but it's kind of hard to really judge the concept based off of how the Lakers are actually executing on some of this stuff. And you watch how the Lakers are setting screens and how you know, they're how quickly they're moving into spots to set the screen and, and any kind of action on the weak side. And, and a lot of that is kind of done in an, in an offense like this based off of instincts and that the Lakers don't necessarily have the instincts quite yet to do that stuff on the weak side. And, um, you know, I use the analogy really often of a dancer who you can actually see like counting out their steps. And I think the Lakers right now in this offense mm -hmm. are still kind of counting out their steps. They aren't listening to the music, but they're, they're paying more attention to the one, two, three, yeah. one, two, when you, three. When, when you have, when you have to think about what yeah. you're doing, that it happens a lot in football, right? With like quarterbacks making reads. If you have to think about it, you're already a count behind. Yeah, I was laughing. I actually watched that god awful matchup last night of the Bears and the Panthers. Oh God! Oh, and God. Uh, there so was I, basketball I, on. What were you doing? There was basketball on. I have two. I have two TVs in my living room. All oh, right, eighty-five the foyer. Yeah, 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 right. In yeah. the in the projector screen. So, but no, we yeah, had the um. But I was watching, and um, uh, Herbert Herbie was was mentioning how uh, Badgent, I think his name is there, the mm -hmm. the Bears quarterback. Yeah, missed. I think DJ Moore wide open down the middle of the field and he was like well sometimes quarterbacks just don't have that in the read and i was like you should probably have the auto touchdown always in your read like that should <laughs> just be, go with that <laughs> that should probably be a throw that you're prepared to make under any circumstances whatsoever because you could really clearly see the defense which is kind of spreading out and more had this lane right down the middle of the field and you're like that's a that's if you just complete the throw that guy is gone and 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 but like to the point that you're making, Bagent is so in his head thinking about these other reads that, you know, if this was just backyard football and you saw that happening, that throw is gone. Like that throw is made immediately. And yeah. and I and and, you know, clearly he wasn't ready to make it. And I think we see that we, we, a version of that was a play that I mentioned on the show uh, after the um, Houston game where. LeBron back cuts, gets a step, even even kind of like seals his player. So he he gives a clear target for Reeves to make the pass to, but it didn't really matter because uh, Austin, I think, is still kind of going through the steps and, and numbering out the steps. And last year, or typically, Austin makes that snap right-handed pass to the baseline that hits LeBron and, and gets an easy basket. But I think right now, because he's so clearly in his head about, do I attack? Do I, am I a passer? Am I, am I setting up the offense or am I setting up for myself because of all of that, that is going on. You know, I, I, I think uh, you're seeing some hesitancy from Austin that we aren't accustomed to watching. So I, I, I'm, I'm still holding um, full judgment on the offense until we start to see a more guys back B and more importantly, I think everybody get more comfortable with the concept. 
I guess the only question here is whether five out given the identity that I think we know that the Lakers should probably be assuming now, whereas a little bit bigger team kind of a more bruising team is that it is five out actually the best usage of the tools that the Lakers have at their disposal to the point that like you're willing to wait and see. And in this Western conference, the Lakers don't have a ton of runway here. So like, I don't think we're at the point where that approach needs to be scrapped, but I do think that we're we're closer to it than I think the Lakers maybe want to realize. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think that's fair. It's also compounded, obviously, by the availability or lack thereof of, yeah, of some guys. The and, season and now. right, mm-hmm. and I. I think I said this. I don't remember if I was said this when, when we were talking, not you and I, uh, yesterday at dinner and then after that here in Phoenix, or if I said it on the show yesterday, maybe both, is that I don't think it's like the injuries are, you know, you can say the injuries are an excuse, but I don't think it's any of the individ- injuries individually. I think there's like been a compounding effect of mm-hmm. the injuries, right? Vando is the best point of attack defender. He's not going to start. And then, Gabe, who was frankly terrible offensively before he got hurt, but he is the other guy that you would say, this is the dude I trust at point of attack defense. So I think it is too early to make some some judgments. And after tonight, you know, Phoenix has been up and down uh, this year. Again, another team that is kind of hard to know what they are and who they are because they've had their guys other than KD have been not around much. But after tonight, the Lakers schedule is pretty easy. Um, there's a good amount of home games and it's, you know, it's Memphis who's been terrible. It's Portland, it's Sacramento. Um, it's uh, Portland again, I think. So like the schedule, the next, you know, eight or nine games here are, are, it's pretty favorable. So there is an opportunity here to, to kind of establish yourself, right. And you know, whatever the next two, three weeks, that is enough time to, if guys are available, that is enough time to, have a more definitive answer about the offensive scheme and the offensive system. But to your point earlier about, about uh, Steve Jones and that thread, which I I thought was really good. I I looked at it like no scheme is going to work if, well, one, if like all your guys are out, that just no scheme is going to work. But the other thing is if guys are not cutting hard, setting real screens, you know, I think in that thread, there was, the Lakers, you know, uh, kind of lament about the Lakers not getting out of anything. Maybe it was Nikias who said this about the Lakers were not getting anything out of the um, wide pin downs for AD that have been, you know, yielding fruit um, for a while. And if you look at the, if you look at it, it was, uh, you mentioned earlier, the screens just were like, it was slow motion. It was telegraphed. Nobody was cutting not hard. Physically. Nobody was. Yeah, exactly. And so, if that is and, and to be fair though, to be fair to the guys, some of that may be again going back to like I'm not entirely sure what I'm supposed to be doing here. So I have to think it's not like it's not natural. It's not just, you know, I have to think about it. So that can that can can get in the way too. But I do think that this is a good kind of stretch of games where, you know, the Lakers should win seven out of the next ten or so. And it will be also a time to have a the do a good autopsy on is this going to work for this team um 
the offense hasn't been good enough so far. Um, I think this was the first time I saw something. Maybe we talked about this yesterday. This is the first time that in NBA history, a team has made fewer threes than their opponent and shot a worse three-point percentage than their opponent mm-hmm. in the first eight games. The Lakers don't have a lot of lasers on the roster, to use LeBron's words again. Um, you know, Torian can shoot it, Austin can shoot it, D'Lo can shoot it, but, like, there isn't that one guy that, you know, is a five-alarm fire. Malik Beasley is that guy, but he was not last year, and he also has not been in Milwaukee. So I do think that this is like kind of I don't think this is put up or shut up time for for the team or for the season, but I do think this next, you know, eight or ten games or so may be put up or shut up time for um this scheme offensively. Yeah, I, I think and and this is where it gets tricky, right? Really tricky is if they do wind up ditching the scheme. Now you're you're building the plane in midair, you know, mid-flight, and that's you know in the middle of a, of a yeah. Of but what's a, the a, what's the other option, right? Well, I don't even know because what, I think I they... think conceptually, like going into the year with the roster, I do yeah. think it was a good. I like I do agree with the the theory of the case. I do think it was a good idea in principle, and sometimes those you you know the best laid plans of vice and men, right? Sometimes. The, the best the best ideas in, on paper in practice don't go as well as you hope. Yeah. God's favorite joke are, are our plans, right? Like, right. Yeah. Go make a plan. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, no, I, I, I totally agree, you know, and, and they don't have very many options if this continues to go the way that it has. Um, I, I would just be really curious what they would go to. Would they, would they run something similar to what they did last year? Right. Is that even an option with this personnel? Um, you know, what, what amount of trust does that erode in the coaching staff that they thought that this was a good idea in the first place? And does that limit the amount of buy-in would changing the scheme actually improve buy-in because the team do you sees know what, how, do you, know what, like, do you know what that is? Is that Sincoro? It doesn't look like, no, no, oh. it is, it is, it is. no, under- there is, there is, there is, uh, there is Sincoro there. JP was very kind. He wanted to make this world game feel like a patio. So when I got here yesterday, yeah. There, was, there was plenty of Sincaro, so I like it. I like it. All right. Well, Aaron, um, I'm about to uh, do a live read for a fantasy app that I don't think that you really want to be a part. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and hit that X. Uh, <laughs> thank you for having me, Han. Hey. I love you, brother. I'll talk to you soon. If I if 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 I was there with you, I would give you a hug to you know commemorate this momentous occasion for the Lakers Lounge and all access Lakers again. For those of you who were watching and enjoy uh, Aaron and my nonsense or me and Raj or just me watching the basket, watching basketball tune in yep. tonight when I watch tonight's game with all, with the all access Lakers crew. Oh, by the way, that reminds me, I got to make you, I got to make you a moderator when I hit this X and leave. So you can do things that I'm not allowed to be a part of. There's do uh, there's that uh, of, of, you know, that, that all access Lakers crew of which I am now officially a member. Um, the last, again, just a reminder, Aaron, it's going to yes. be, you know, who, and, whatever ads are and, and then at, and, you know, and, 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 and you know, or featuring, uh-huh. if you want to do featuring, mm, featuring. you know, mm. also, mm. or right. especially starring, you know, depending especially on how many starring, especially starring. <laughs> okay. That is, 
gonna see how many characters I have left in the uh, the bio there, but okay. <laughs> well, all so right, here's Aaron. the thing. I, you know, I I, I said um, I think on there it says you know, whatever, something about with um, Lakers insiders, me, and then and true, and like, and hosts, Shub and, and Raj, so, mm -hmm. and you want to be like, separate from that, you want to be like, guest starring, or mm. reoccurring I star, or... I would be, like, I, I would be, I'm probably, I'm probably closer to an insider than to then too, mm, but then you, but then you're towards, but then you're towards the, the top of the market. All right, we'll we'll consider we'll continue to we'll we'll continue to work this out. Negotiate. Well, we'll get the lawyers involved now. Now that's that we're right. talking about positioning, uh -huh. you know, uh, right. yeah, expect right. expect Avery to be sending you an, an email. Here <laughs> Avery's going to be sending me an email with your with, when you bet the Clippers against the Lakers. So it's like, <laughs> Uncle Aaron. I mean, it was only for donuts, but Daddy needs uh, he needs his proper placement. As yeah, as per this, uh, as per Lakers Lounge dated whatever. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. As per the Lakers Lounge and All Access Lakers Agreement, codified on November tenth, two thousand twenty-three. Uh, yeah, Daddy needs to be in the top area up there. All right, go do go do your research right, bet on the Clippers against the Lakers again. Have a, have a great night. Have a <laughs> All right, be good, but not that good. <laughs> all right uh really quickly before we get you guys out of here a reminder today's show and basically i'm just calling it you know they're 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 considered basically a uh presenting sponsor for the time being of the lounge and of everything that we're doing here sleeper you can see the app up there uh where sleeper is the fastest growing you know, app that you can use with, with over 5 million active users in 2022. Again, Sleeper is a fantasy sports plus and real money gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming. Sleeper has become, as I just said a second ago, the fastest organically growing fantasy platform in the world with over 5 million active users in 2022 while earning some of the highest levels of engagement per user in the industry. At Sleeper, it's not just about sports. It's about building personal connections and lasting memories. Sleeper Picks is our real money uh, product that connects friends over picks. Choose two to eight of your favorite players from pregame, live, or even across different sports. Pick more or less than the predicted stats. On Sleeper, you can get up to 100 times payouts. Uh, and, and what that means is like you, you pick, you know, so this isn't actually an example right now, but if... If you go on there and you really feel like D'Angelo Russell is going to catch fire and take the world by storm tonight, you can go on there and 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 you know find over unders for triple doubles for D'Angelo Russell, and you get whatever bonus that is listed down there um, on the bottom of what that what that uh, fantasy stat would accompany, and really see how it how it rolls. Um, also on Sleeper, you can get a $100 uh, deposit bonus if you use a promo code LA Lounge. Again, that is LA Lounge um, where you can get that deposit bonus. And uh, also, as part of this agreement, I'm going to be doing some picks, have been doing some picks. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put that sleeper uh, promo there. Again, you, you can't miss it. It's smack dab in the middle of the screen. Um, and for these picks or for these stats that I'm I'm going to be looking at here tonight, I am on double doubles. 
and I am, you know, you have LeBron over under uh, one or, or, or I guess a half a double double, meaning that you are, you know, I guess wagering whether or not uh, LeBron is going to be getting a double double. If he does get one tonight and you say that he is going to get one tonight, you can get, you know, two and just about two and a half times the bet that you put down there. I think that's worthwhile. That'll be one of my uh, selections here. You can do the same thing with Anthony Davis. Now, obviously, the payout is going to be a little lower of whether or not he's going to get a double-double. So actually, I think it's worthwhile to bet the under on Anthony Davis getting a double-double tonight. And there, you get more than two and a half times your bet um, if you if you, uh, you do select that that one. And, and you know what? That is one that I'm going to go with. So for tonight's action between the Lakers and the Suns, I'm going over one double-double with LeBron. He, I think he's going to get up. He always gets up for these marquee games. He's going to be playing against Kevin Durant. Bradley Beal, I believe, is also going to be available. Unfortunately, Devin Booker is not. Um, I would like for Anthony Davis to take full advantage of the Suns' front court, but I don't necessarily know how healthy he is, so I'm going to go under a double-double for Anthony Davis here. Again, Sleeper is where you do all of this. The Sleeper app. You see it right there. You see the logo. It's a slick logo. And if you use that promo code LA Lounge in the way that you see it, again, right here on your screens, you get up to $100 in your deposit match uh, to get you going there on the app. Shouts to Sleeper for their support. Uh, one last thing before we get you out of here. Uh, these things, I, I, I love being able to talk to Aaron and stuff, but these happy hours are only going to work if I get subscribers here, um, VIP members of the lounge to come on stage with me. It is super fun when we get this thing up and going. Uh, it was really catching its form back when I was at Silver Screen still. And when we were bringing people up on stage and being able to do so uh, was was a a really fun experience. And I I, I love getting the, the audience involved. And that is a really fun way to do so. I also missed a super comment last week. Um, I apologize for that, but shouts to George for making that uh, for making that comment. And if you want to do that, I'll find a, a unique way to uh, sig single out those of you who do that. But regardless of however you're supporting the show, whether it's through subscriptions, whether you want to pay, be a paid VIP, whether it's now hopping on all access Lakers and watching me watch the games with the, that crew over there. Um, I appreciate you nonetheless. So until next week and until next time you guys hear from me, I'm Anthony Irwin saying, have a good, great rest of your day, make somebody else's. And I will talk to you tonight on all access Lakers. <laughs>